0: Myself,
1: and I nobody else. Gotta, Gotta keep it to myself, myself. so I don't give it all away. Gotta keep God. it to myself, Draw. and it I tell nobody else. Gotta keep it to myself, so I don't I give it all away. Don't wanna
0: give it all
2: away. Don't wanna give it all away. Don't wanna give
1: it all away give it all away. I going to keep, keep it, it to myself.
2: I gotta keep it to myself.
1: <laughs> just the best mood. Yeah. Because I just saw it... the best movie I've ever seen in my entire life. It
2: did the 80s It was called film? The Man,
1: The Myth, and The Viagra. <laughs> it was like a beautiful movie. Oh my god. It was perfect. Was Save
2: it cute. for the podcast, I which pen
1: is pen. now.
3: Oh. No, that
2: ain't my pen. Where's, there it is. Oh, I always lose my pen. pen. My pen. If I had a
1: dollar for every time I lose a pen, okay, right. I'd be Ed.
2: Matthew, no one <laughs> wants to hear about that. You better keep it to yourself. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 20 of Carry On. Merc. Probably within another episode or two, you'll be able to just sit for a 24-hour span.
0: Because
2: we won't take us to episode AKA 24 heaven. to get there, because some of ours are over yeah. an hour. And you'll just be able to sit and just listen to us all day.
1: drink wines? What are we drinking? Wines! wines. Babies for sugar. Baby for sugar.
2: Uh, so sorry for the delay in getting more episodes out to you guys. Life has been kind of crazy. We really are going to do our very best to get back on a weekly schedule. But But trust... That if it doesn't happen exactly one week at a time, you're going to get every single episode and the movies before this shit is it's hap- done. It's
1: happening. Oh, it's going to happen. Oh, it's and, happening. And,
2: and, and lest you think oh, we, we've happening. just abandoned the, uh, the project... It's all we ever wanna do ever is record this <laughs> podcast. It's just sometimes, you know, life gets yeah. kind of busy. Yeah. Um
3: But we're so happy to be here. We are. I wanna um, give a
2: shout out to um,
3: shout out to <laughs> Shout out to <laughs> who? Uh
2: shout out to Galatea. uh iTunes yeah, iTunes user Galatea, who posted a five star review on July second. Said some really deeply sweet things Thank to us. So Thank you so much. Um because you know, I just.
1: She didn't keep it to herself. <laughs> uh,
2: now, fellas... well, introduce yourself. Oh, hey! For
1: Christ's
3: sake! I'm
2: sorry. Oh. Um, I'm Cat.
1: Hi, I'm Alec. And I'm Matthew Scott Montgomery. Oh, hey. back oh, hey. with us again. Would well, you guys say I'm more Good of a, a
3: pistol or a pisser? I don't know, but I'll
1: fuck ya. <laughs> <laughs> Hey red. Hey wait red. a minute.
3: Oh fuck.
1: you! Wow, that that scene was like a especially jackass. designed to hell.
3: This uh so we're solidly into season 2 at this point. Um and uh this episode is called The Man The Myth The
1: Viagra. And it is just the best. I've never seen it and it was just everything. The what episode
2: a, the episode aired just so we're all centered. Oh, wow. Not too long from now in 1999, July 25th. And it was directed cool. by Victoria Hotchberg, who I think directed the last episode we watched, but written by Alec and Matthew. We're very happy to yes. see Yes,
3: MPK. MPK. That magic touch. Yeah, standing ovation. Yeah, standing really. ovation for that guy. Yeah, he's fantastic. A standing o. Yeah. This episode You know why this episode is so great? Take
2: off your shirt and tell us. Yeah.
3: (laughs) Let me spend 50 minutes with you guys discussing why this episode
2: was
3: great. How about we spend
1: 72 minutes?
2: Ooh, the 72 flabby ass. Oh, little bit of um, trivia. If you've just watched the episode, then you're well aware that Samantha uh, almost has sex with a 72-year-old man. And I read on IMDb that that 72-year-old ass was actually the ass of a 75-year-old body I double. I knew
1: it. Gross. It was, the, yeah. it was the grossest butt I've ever seen. <laughs> yeah.
2: Ever. <laughs> Why? Can you describe all the ways that it's gross? It's just... Not it's to that, be ageist it's, or whatever. It has that
3: wiggle dangle. What ha- Here's my question. It's got
2: them flipper floppers. What
3: happens where it's like, okay, there was meat there... That was, like, keeping the skin taut. And then it just hangs loose like a flowing curtain. I'm going to remind you of this.
2: (laughs) Can you tie him in a knot? Can you
1: tie him in a bow?
2: You know what it
3: looked like? It looked like um, a Ziploc bag of cream of mushroom soup. Alec. I'm going to be
1: fistically sick.
2: Alec Wells.
3: Everybody imagine... Cream of mushroom soup Whoa. in a zip. This is such a beautiful episode.
1: Why are we Flip ruining
3: water. it by starting I it off with Listen, mushroom know,
2: Listen, if you if you want me to have sex with your seventy two year old ass, gross. You'll um, have to ask when that time. We comes. We
3: haven't pegged before, but maybe by then we will.
2: <laughs> what? Can we get
1: back to big
3: already? Yeah,
2: let's okay. <laughs> so well, I think one of the reasons why everyone responded so well to this episode, and by everyone I mean the three of us in this room, mm-hmm. is because it's one of those beautiful episodes that's not oh, like so Once upon a time, a girl named Elizabeth met a guy. It starts in off a once store. About, once well, it does. Time. Except Once upon this, a second. Time. Yeah, that's right. This right, once, a once upon a second, second time is the best. It's Carrie. Yeah. It's it's a carry, it's a girl's Centric episode. Oh, I mean, it was we don't so good. hear to. I mean, Charlotte's really, we get a lot of really fun Charlotte talk in this episode, but there's no Charlotte storyline really. Mm-mm. So we get a really ridiculous, dumb, perfect Samantha storyline. And then Carrie's really and Miranda's just- storylines are epic and perfectly written and wonderful. I really, really That's are. why this oh. episode's I great. I really,
3: and I, I feel bad for how we've started this episode because I do want to pay tribute to this episode. With the conversation that it deserves, and this is this episode perfectly defines the characters, uh-huh. but it also is oh, just such a lovely episode it's canonically. Just fun to watch. I mean, talk about a great piece of Carrie and Biggs history. Yes. Yeah. and of course, this is the beginning of Miranda and Steve. We meet Steve. It's we just, meet Steve for the first time.
1: This is it's just this ultimate meat cute with them.
3: So we we open the episode with Carrie and Big
1: once upon a second time. The best date I've ever been on in my entire life. I was so charmed. I was head yeah. over feet.
2: I feel like if there are people who hate Big, they need to watch people, this episode. People who
1: hate Big can, can DIAF. Yeah, I know longer. there are, there are lots of them,
2: though. There are? I think so. They didn't see this episode? If you if you are a Big Choke. hater, Please. Uh, uh, tweet at us, at Podcast or, you know... What? Write us on Facebook and let us know why. I'd love to hear good arguments. I mean, me I know guess, they're... they're
1: Aiden lovers. What you know in Pop Tart? Where you been? How you doing?
2: <laughs> what I know is gross. Maybe
3: they're burger lovers. I hate myself. I'm burger. I burger. hate myself.
2: <laughs> Alec is developing a burger complex because he thinks he's the most like burger. When and he's I think freaking burger, out I it. think
1: clinical, sad, quiet sex with a wimpy half boner and hairy white body. <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh my god, that was so beautifully described. Oh, that's just what
1: I, I think of frog sounds. Yeah. So
2: Carrie and Big are anyway. having their second time around. Oh. Because yeah. at the end of the last episode, um, I'm trying to remember what happened. Oh,
0: Ooh. Mm. Mm.
1: I will
3: the, say... The last episode was the wedding. So they've, they've been back together. Right, like right, that. right.
1: It was the, the face that Carrie makes when Big calls her his girlfriend is the face I made before. The entire episode. I looked yes. over at
2: you periodically, and I, I I can
1: confirm. I felt like I was glowing and beaming and gleaming. You and were. Blind. You were
2: glistening. Yeah.
1: It was just the best. I wrote so, down some vocabulary words sweet date. about
2: Big, and don't read my paper. I'll okay. read it to you. I wrote, in all caps, BEST OF BIG. CHARMING. SHAMELESS. GOOFY. Mischievous. Gregarious. Playful. Oh. I had to stop because I had an episode to watch. But that the point is, grin? he's mm-hmm. yes, getting
1: up there and singing and just like yeah. oh. I think
2: that grin. We might only see that grin a half dozen times, and one of the other times I can think of is the episode where she shows up after his heart procedure, and she the and agony she, and the
1: ecstasy. He does it in the limo. Oh, he yeah. does. Yeah. The,
2: but I'm thinking of like she walks in as the candy striper, and he backs against the um the The door yes. and he's doing that smile and my mother who um, w- it was like one of the first episodes she saw when they started airing on E or TBS or whatever yeah. um, and she called me and she was like that face that Big makes when he just slams himself against the door and he's just Oof. so charmed by Carrie I'm like you're right that smile
1: charming really is the number
3: one
2: he's yes. so
0: charming
3: now they walk into the restaurant Big knows the owner
0: once upon a second time around in a mythical land between Carmine and Mulberry streets. Two mere mortals were having a wonderful time. Hey, Hello! Hey, Carrie, this is the gangster I was telling you about. No, 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 no gangster. <laughs> come, this way. Huh. Ah, grazie. Carrie, this is Paulo. Paulo, this is my girlfriend Carrie. Fred? You've never called me your girlfriend before. Sure I
1: have, just not to your face. Yeah,
2: they're on a date. Yeah, Yeah.
3: I want to be a person who knows the owner of the restaurant and is like friends with the owner. We're kind of like always, that at Kiku. We are a little bit, <laughs> we are a little bit. <laughs> that we
2: walk into our sushi place and they're like, Catherine, yeah.
3: Alex." I feel like we have to take that next step though. That next yeah, step is right. the hardest step where sing you singer. actually like, yeah, you have to sing. Yeah, yeah, you have to get up it's and like, sing. You have
2: to sing when I was 17. 17.
0: No, no, no. Not, not oh, funny relax. Mr. I, I'm a regular. I'm <laughs> a regular. regular. I'm a regular. Okay. I'd like to dedicate this song to the lovely lady sitting right over there.
1: When I was 17
2: It was a very good year It was a very good year For small town girls And soft summer nights We'd hide
0: from the light in the village green when i was 17 it was perfect i felt like i was in heaven so big
3: does just that he oh.
1: sings for carrie it's it's just the damn
0: cutest and thing ever just,
3: happened and it's just it's fantastic it's absolutely and he's this is voice. one i would
1: consider i have a handful i think i have seven that i bought that are on my phone that I have, that I've purchased, that I just, you know, leave on as I fall asleep. And I might consider this one to be one to buy. I really, really one. like it. Yeah. yeah.
2: Carrie, Carrie, for some reason, doesn't want Big to get up and sing. I mean, maybe she's like, no, don't
1: do that. She's but bashful, she's, you yeah, know, I guess.
2: I like, guess. Maybe I'm trying to give Carrie too hard a time, but I... I thought
1: Carrie was... She kept it she pretty did cool a, this she episode. She did. She kept yeah. her
2: crazy... She did, actually. She really and did. And I have to pretty say, I
1: really like check. her bleach blonde... Close to her face, cocker spaniel hair.
2: It's wet dog hair, and I for really sure. like it. It makes <laughs> her look
1: really young, and it's kind of a and I just—I it's it
2: just, very Lannister. It. It uh, yeah. Life.
1: So if if Carrie is in heaven
3: during the course of this date,
1: a Miranda's in hell.
2: That's AKA right. the Comedy Club. I
1: mean, isn't that the Lord's truth?
3: Yes. No, it really. God's is. I'm so glad the three of us share this truth. Because it's actually my worst nightmare. There are people who nightmare. like going um yeah. and i don't i do my very
2: that. best only to go if it's if it's someone i know is funny like i'm happy to go see our friend to michael mikey burnett b. That's the only time um go. shout out to mikey b i'm hoping to get him on this podcast i think he'd be really yeah, he'd be funny oh, yeah. but Fantastic. but he's great and mm-hmm. but there are times off. when i've gone to see him that there have been other people on on the set that are they're okay but for the but 90 god 8% of the time if it's a comedy show or an improv show yes you're Oof. guaranteed a cringe worthy time I
3: hate when you're at a comedy show and nobody's laughing at the comic and he has terrible jokes and then so he gets turns mad on and, the audience yeah. and he's like oh, and he points to problem. me
1: and makes fun of what I'm wearing oh <laughs> Oh, what a fucking nightmare. It's abs- you know, it, I will say, so we, that scene starts and we're at a comedy club and it's like, oh my God, this is so fucking uncomfortable. I don't want to watch this. Oh, I hate being here. But, but that's the idea, I guess. Yeah. And it's they, like, I true. love how they went there for that. And the guy who was cast as the comedian was really great because he was so obnoxious. And, yes. like, and
2: telling terrible jokes that ended with lines like, it, uh, Fuck I'd, I'd be fucking my salad crisper. <laughs> yeah.
3: <laughs> if I cared about freshness. I'd be fucking my salad. Oh, a light sleeper can what? sleep
1: with a lard- light light on. Can a uh, hard sleeper sleep with a hard on? Wow, sugar. You know,
2: I'd have to piss on you to, to give, give
1: you a clue. a clue. What's that useless piece of skin around a twat? A woman. A
2: woman. <laughs> a woman. AKA that. Lady from Orange Orange is the New New Black. Black. Okay. Um,
3: So what happens? I think this is endlessly clever, by the way. Mm -hmm. The guy goes, uh, Miranda's date, they're both like, oh my God. She's at her
1: most jaded in this episode. She's at her most cynical. Oh my God, yes. Original cynicism.
3: And uh, her date uses the restroom and his phone, his cell phone. Hey, Red. While he's out of the room. And I don't know about
0: all you other guys. But if all I was interested in was freshness, then I would be fucking my salad crisp. <laughs> Yo,
2: Ray. You want to answer your fucking phone?
0: It's uh it's not my phone. Go ahead. Answer. Answer it. Answer it. Answer it. Answer it. Answer it. Answer it! Answer it! Alan Miller's phone. <laughs> no, this is his date. Who's this? Who is it? <laughs> I'm sorry, his date can't speak right now. Who may I say is calling? His wife. <laughs> <laughs> hey, nuts! Wife's on the phone. Told
1: me you were divorced. I'm not really divorced. I'm really separated.
0: No, we are really separated. See, this is me, separated. Yo, man, not so bad.
3: I'll fuck you. <laughs> it looks like it's Miranda's cell phone. Yeah. Comic walks out into the audience. He forces her to pick and up the phone. even get the
1: audience to chant, like, pick it
3: up yeah, or yeah. something pick like that. Up. Yeah, pick oh, it What the, a the, nightmare. Right, Matthew. The actor who played that comedian had
2: it real right. Yeah, as he far really as, did. Yeah.
3: Um, I wouldn't Oof. be surprised if it was actually just they filmed that documentary style and that was actually just a real <laughs> <laughs> Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, so he ends up picking up the phone and finds out and just, this is of so course. good. Oh, this is so good. great. That Miranda's date. His wife is calling. Yeah. Um. So she's been
2: duped and by she, a she's like, we're, guy. We're, we're
1: not divorced, but we are separated. And she's like, kind of like we're separated. She says, this right is, now. is me separating. separating. Yeah.
2: Oh. Uh, so <laughs> I want to point out something. I'm not sure if you guys caught, but that Miranda met her date in aisle three of the Emporium or whatever. Complaining grocery about shopping. croutons or something. Yeah. So my question is, uh, well. I guess I probably know this about Alec Matthew. Have you ever met someone like in public and exchanged numbers, not uh, not being somewhere to, well, to for the express purpose of meeting? I people? went through
1: a call me maybe phase, and let's be real, I'm kind of still in it. Where when last summer, when call call me maybe was really big, I would just. I'm i I I am embarrass my brother all the time, I think, but like if I'm anywhere and I see a guy that's cute, I don't even hesitate. I just give him just give him the dig. And sometimes it works out. Yeah. I mean, there was a guy who worked at H and M who was like gave me a fitting room. I thought he was cute and I was just like, Here's my number call like whatever. But oh, that's I don't know if fun. I've ever like just randomly met someone like that. I'm usually like pursuant. I did that at a Halloween store one time and it worked out for me. What? Went up to a guy at a Halloween store and gave my number. What? Then, did
2: he work there or no, was he, he was just
1: he was just shopping and wearing a Halloween shirt and it was, he was very cute. Um, but I will say one thing I did think of is, you know, like the fastest way to bond with someone sometimes is complaining about something or oh, a situation. Yeah. You're like, yes. Oh, what's this asshole doing? And then you like kind of bond over that. So I actually bought it. I bought the idea of Miranda, you know, having some sassy one line about fuck these stupid croutons. She would say something that's smarter than that. And you'd be yeah. like, yeah, my salad, blah, blah, blah. You're kind of cute. And then they right. go out. I actually mm-hmm. bought
3: that. Oh, cause, cause Miranda's so
2: cynical. Yeah. And-
3: yeah. Well, what is amazing about these four women, a la your call me maybe phase, Mm. is I do feel like they're very open and forward in a a positive way. Forward, not an aggressive or pushy way, but like, you know what? You're a stranger. I don't care. Let's strike up a conversation. I think these days people are much more wary uh, or too nervous to talk to anybody. This is
2: New York that they're in. And I guess I, Matthew, you've lived in New York for time periods. My impression of New York is that it's not, it that people oh, do keep you're themselves so isolated. So busy. <laughs> That's New York. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Exactly. But so but I hear what you're saying, Alec, and I wonder if even though it's New York, the New York of 1999 was probably more likely to find people doing what you're describing, being a little more open and forward and cause you have to find a way to meet people? Mm-hmm. Nowadays, it's much more convenient to never have to go out of your apartment to meet someone, quote, quote unquote Mm. Um, because you can meet them online
3: right I couldn't help but wonder Mm. if I was single in 1999 in New York City Mm. would I approach a stranger
0: Mm. Mm.
2: I thought you were going I thought you had something real good you were sitting on You're just giving us a little...
3: Sorry, (laughs) Sorry. I mean, don't get me wrong, it was adorable,
2: but I saw, like, a sparkle in your eye the whole time I was talking just now, and I was like, he's waiting on me to stop talking. Sometimes
3: I'll start a sentence and hope that something good comes at the end of it. You are 12 (laughs) times adorable. And then I just disappoint myself. (laughs) Um,
2: that's very silly of you.
3: Now, okay, so, great. So Miranda, she says, I'm separating. She leaves the comedy she, club. She's the comedian
1: goes, hey, I'll fuck you. <laughs> or,
3: like, uh, whatever he says. As if the look that's she gives just, is the just the funniest just and so fine, smartest really. and most clever thing he could say. Um, but But this experience leaves her very upset. Yeah. She, very she have cynical about mm. the dating experience yes. and men in general. In the men's. And we need her in that place.
1: Yeah, we do.
2: For we our need next setup for Amazing scene.
1: You know what? I was thinking about it. It, it I I think it's very rare that the four, and correct me if I'm wrong, the four of them eat outside. Yeah. That is rare. You know what I mean? I can, I can think of a few other times that they do it, but I thought there that was a, a nice few. kind of fresh air change. Carrie, yes. the
2: time right before Carrie's first date with Burger, they're sitting in Samantha's neighborhood in the meatpacking district outside. Right. Um, they also of- sit outside when Carrie has met the politician because when they're having a whole. Girl. Right. Four girls talking politics, they're sitting outside. Right. It and doesn't happen too often, but...
3: For our iTunes listener who requested some more behind-the-episodes kind of facts, I'll say that the reason, most likely... That they're rarely outside is because it's not a controlled environment. With like fans Sounds. and things like that. So and fans. There's, I didn't think about well, fans. there's the sound issue, there's light issue. And and for some reason, I know this too, but a lot of times those diner scenes that look like it's brunch, they're shooting in the middle of the night. Uh huh. Um, right. So um, there you have it. There's a little behind the scenes. The, the scene,
2: the wedding scene at the beginning of The Godfather, there's. It, they're all outside and, and dancing, and much of it is outside, but there are, there is a shot with Diane Keaton and Al Pacino at a, at their table having a conversation, and that scene, it's supposed to take place, you know, 2 p.m. or whenever, uh, but it was shot at like 4 in the morning. I remember reading that when I was a teenager, and just like, for some reason, that fact blew my brain Couldn't apart when it came it. to movies and stuff. I was just like...
1: Yeah.
3: How?
2: How? Yeah. And then you realize, yeah. you know, and then it, the floodgates open. In and Sex and
3: right. the City 2, the scene where Samantha, um, it's, it's morning time and Samantha's been detained or arrested or whatever for... Um, fooling around with that guy, and Miranda comes in as her lawyer. Yeah. That was filmed at four in the morning. Oh, wow. And it looks like, you know, morning time or yeah. whatever. Anywho, so they're outside <laughs> having <laughs> anyway, breakfast. Having rice pudding. And um, please, please. What is you. his obsession? MPK I has an obsession with rice I pudding. pudding. I wrote down rice pudding. I
2: feel like I have, but one thing I haven't. Is one idea in my head of exactly what it is, even though I think is I've tasted it. Is tapioca the same thing? Maybe I'm thinking I've tasted rice pudding I just, and haven't, I've tasted I haven't tapioca. Had that either.
3: I think it's like a guy accidentally spilled rice in pudding and mm. oh, was like oh, the thing I on guess. this
1: hot, muggy night in Los Angeles right now, the idea of yeah. some cool vanilla pudding sounds very good. Pudding yes. but
2: yeah, but with rice. I don't it? know. I've What's never had, had it. I don't know pudding. what it tastes
1: like.
3: Matthew, I have a snickerdoodle skinny cow
1: cookie ice cream thing later.
3: Matthew, I
2: have a popsicle later. If you want it, oh, oh,
1: I can't decide. You guys have to do a dance off. A, a, oh, we will. A strip tease off.
2: Whoever oh, kills the person
1: better wins.
2: Yay.
3: Um, so, um, but
2: seriously, cancel how come, my rice pudding? Thank you. <laughs> how come rice pudding all the time? I don't know.
1: I think that's the, I digress. Must love the it. great transition with the rollerbladers, right? Yeah. I
2: also wrote down rollerblades. Oh, I've seen your note. Rollerblades, rice pudding. Uh huh. Because. Uh, well, and they start a shot with, with on the rollerblades and then pull out to the yeah. ladies, and I just love it because it's very 1999. I had a pair of rollerblades; I was very thrilled with. Oh really? Oh yeah. Did you not have rollerblades? No,
1: I'm, a, what? I'm one of those person. I'm so bad at ice skating, roller skating, rollerblading. It's all very, very bad. So I have never really, had
2: it. Like, oh, Alec. Oh yeah, I had
1: rollerblades. I
2: can see totally. you being good at that, Alec. Yeah. Actually, yeah. interesting. I um, much
1: did have them.
3: That's okay. I want anybody who loves Sex in the City. Should watch that scene of them at brunch. Yeah. Because they are such good
1: actresses.
3: They are yes. And they're all amazing. Charlie gets that a lot of scene. good stuff in there.
2: Yeah. Carrie's
1: at her most like kind of like meek and mild in that scene because she doesn't say a whole lot. Do you yeah. know what I mean? It's mostly Miranda talking a little bit. And, yeah. Like even Miranda is pretty aggressive, and even Carrie at one point says, like, if you weren't so scary, I would tell you kind of thing.
2: This is Miranda's episode.
0: If they're not married, they're gay, or burned from a divorce, or aliens from the planet Don't Date Me. It's amazing how many of them walk among us and only recognizable by their slightly larger heads i asked him point blank how long have you been divorced three years just like that three years guys are such liars and 97 percent of them can't fuck you worth a damn he tells me how much he likes me and boom i believe him am i that needy well maybe he really did like you i swear if you pollyanna out on me today i'm gonna have to hit you with this rice pudding this married man fell madly in love with my friend Amanda's friend Ashley and he said he would get a divorce and he did and they got married and they moved to Connecticut and he is this amazing husband and father never happened excuse me urban relationship myth Unbelievable fairy tales concocted by women to make their love lives seem less hopeless.
2: Exactly. Except it makes you feel even more hopeless because this fabulous, magical relationship is never happening to you.
0: It did happen. It's right up there with the one about the guy who couldn't commit, and the woman broke up with him and moved away to Kansas or someplace, and then one night she comes walking home. In the rain. Always in the rain. And he's standing there in front of her door engagement ring and he says marry me and they live happily ever after but it can happen people do live happily ever after it happened to my friend amanda's friend it's always
2: a friend who knows a friend who knows a friend charlotte honey have you actually ever known anyone whose relationship changed magically overnight yes
0: look at gary and big their relationship is totally different than it used to be how tell me how is it different it just is i can't explain it it's... actually i can but you're so scary right now i won't no really tell me
2: just,
0: just a feeling I don't know, something's shifted it's like um maybe we both know that if we came together again it must be for a reason <laughs> <laughs> what why is that so hard to believe how much time have you got i'm going to talk about
3: acting a little bit for a second um i, I
1: definitely do as uh, well let's
2: talk about sex mate ba- i'm sorry
1: let's talk about acting
2: <laughs> <laughs> i got Don't fat from my. Aunt. how i, I want, want it now, now. so um, sorry alec
1: <laughs> sorry everyone um Sorry, Ricky. Let's talk about thespians.
2: (laughs) There it is. Thespians.
1: Good Uh, job. job. Okay, so... I have some acting things to say.
3: So, you know, there's... Sometimes... No, I'm gonna back up. What's great about Kristen Davis Mm -hmm. as an actress... Everything. ...is that she gives great face. Um, When she is not acting, she's reacting.
1: Yeah, she is good at that. Oh,
3: she's so good. like, um... Oh, not to make centered. this about me or whatever, but when I'm, I'm editing, you. when I'm editing something, a lot of times you get good performances out of the person who's speaking. Right. But you need to be able to cut away from that occasionally, yeah. you know, to get what's going on with the other person. And what I found is a lot of times the other actors are just kind of looking. I mean, you know, they're at, look, they're acting, they're probably in the moment and when we're all speaking to each other, we're not completely always being emotive with our faces when we're not the one speaking, right. but we're
2: also not being paid to yeah. make a scene.
3: Having said that, Kristen Davis, watch her in that
1: scene. Yeah. And you might argue
3: right. like, Oh, that's, isn't that a little bit overacting, but it's like what she's doing is perfect. And she commits to 100%. And she sells that scene when she's not speaking.
1: Right. If you go and watch that I scene I'm again. I'm with you. I'm with you.
3: It's her reactions to Miranda being like, it's not different and she's like i mean you can't see me doing yeah. <laughs> the i wish they talking could about, though. yeah
1: um, and she gives great clavicle and shoulder in that scene
3: too yeah and michael she
2: does. michael kane in his acting and film book talks about not do purposely not doing a great job when your reaction is are being filmed mm-hmm. so that they won't cut to your reaction so that they'll be forced to basically do a better job in your one-shot, like in your close-ups, yeah. and, and do a poor job when they're doing your reverse stuff or something like that. Anyway, his whole point was, like, like,
3: terrible advice. his whole point was <laughs> don't
2: do, don't give them the opportunity, kind of force them into a corner to edit in more of you being on screen. Kind of thing. I'm trying. I mean, it's been a couple years since I read it. There's a great. It was was kind of manipulative. Maybe maybe I'm kind of. After this
3: podcast, please remind me to show Matthew that Michael Caine acting video parody. We haven't shown him that before. It's so. Have you seen the Michael Caine acting on film? I mean, I have the book and I've read it twice, but I haven't seen. He actually like filmed like a tape that you can buy, and it's hilarious. And a guy
2: did a parody of it that will.
3: Yeah, we'll show it to you. But, um, yeah. but okay, so that's, sorry, you had something you wanted to say, too. It's,
1: a, it's about David Eigenberg, and I just want to talk oh. about him for the rest okay, of the Okay, well, yeah.
3: we can get to yeah. Okay, Okay, well, so we'll finish this out, we'll go to can that. Can
2: I talk about Carrie's, uh, Carrie's spaghetti strap? Like sport top from Delia's with a with a cupcake, cupcake on, on, it. on. We front? can
1: talk about it, but we also need to talk about Miranda's red and hot pink high collared weird yes.
3: shirt. What was that? There are
1: so many colors of red going on that it made me very very confused. I'm, very uncomfortable. I was I'm almost like positive threw up in her chest. Count Dracula owned that
3: piece. <laughs> <of
2: California. laughs>
1: That's
3: what it looked like it's to beautiful. me. It was like this weird Victorian. It was like prude, but also showed it was very a bit odd. Titty. Yeah.
2: So the, the conversation the ladies have at brunch or whatever it is they're having centers around the idea that uh because we keep talking about the scene, but we haven't talked about what it's about. Which is that
1: Her friend Amanda's My friend, friend Amanda's friend Amanda. Which this the first story they bring up is where isn't it like a couple this guy doesn't want to commit.
2: And it starts off with Miranda telling the girls about her terrible date mm-hmm. and being really upset yeah. and cynical and saying men are men are shit and Charlotte's Charlotte someone, is being someone makes a grand statement of like married men don't leave their wives, blah blah blah. And Charlotte is in defense of fairy tale endings, rest. basically. And Miranda's saying those are urban dating myths and that stuff never happened and Samantha's going, Yes honey, you know, backing that up.
3: And these these this there's not a false note in this scene, no. these characters are playing true right. to their type, but not like in a forced a way that feels like, "Oh, we got to get Miranda's point of view in here somehow." Right. They're all coming from genuine places based on their experiences, yeah. and Charlotte is so adorably optimistic about the idea of love and and these, and you know, the theme of this episode, the title of this episode is "The Man." the myth and the Viagra (laughs) and the part we're in right now is the myth, the myth that there is, there are these things that can exist. The one night stand that turns into true love or like, you know, a relationship working out for real the second time around. Right, And you know, Miranda's point is, and, and all of the girls point to some extent is like, it's always a friend of a friend that you hear these things yeah. from that, you know, that perfect relationship that you hear about whose relationship is that actually, like give me their names, tell yeah. me where yeah. they live. And you can't do that. Cause she's like, Oh, it's my friend's cousin's brother. Yeah. And it's like, okay, well that doesn't help me at all because that sounds like complete bullshit. Mm-hmm. And that's Miranda's point of view. Yeah. And Charlotte, and this is what makes MPK such a great writer is that Charlotte, does personalize it for the group because she says it's not a myth. Though you can get back together with somebody. Look at Carrie. Yeah, her relationship with Big it's now different. is different. Carrie's than it was kind the of first enjoying this
2: attention.
1: Yeah,
3: she too. is.
2: She's like she kind of you Until know she, she gets she,
1: those daggers from Miranda.
3: It's
2: true. Um, Alec, I, can I tell the listeners something?
1: Sure,
3: I don't. I don't even know what it is. Well,
2: you and I are on our second. Time oh, around. yes,
3: that's true. That's true. Just yeah. FYI to all the listeners. Mm-hmm. So, Not a myth. Um, yes, no, that's true. We are second time around. Um, and I, I. What
2: do you think about that? I think. Do you think that... second is
1: the best and third is the one with a hairy chest?
3: <laughs> <laughs> um, I I think that um, it's all about. You know, every relationship is different and every story is completely specific, you know, to, to that, to those people. But um, our and,
2: relationship is very different than it was the first time we were together. Oh, I think. yeah.
3: No. Well, I mean, you know, for us, I think when we broke up, both of us had to grow up in a lot of ways. And so the, the second time we got together, we really were different people, but different people who were better equipped to be in a relationship yep. with each other. I think sometimes what happens is you break up with somebody and you get better equipped to be in a relationship, but not necessarily with a person that you were previously in a sure. relationship with. Do you with. guys
1: think Big and Carrie are better equipped this time around? I would Do you think s-
3: they've changed? I would say that um, if if we're using this episode as an example, that yes for Carrie. I would say yeah. Carrie has grown
1: up a little bit.
2: In a the little way that bit. She a did little I don't think enough.
1: You know, I was impressed with her a little bit in this episode when she kept her mouth shut in some things. She kept her mouth shut. She I did. Mean, she but when I think about the
2: way, the way their relationship ultimately ends this second time, with him, you know, deciding he may have to move to Paris and her being so upset and and throwing fillet of fish at his head and all of that and and then I think, I think Carrie was cramming, cramming it in, Yeah. cramming it down. Ramping down her her neuroses because she mm-hmm. knew she needed to, but yes. it didn't. Organ she didn't organically work out those demons. I think you're she just right. stifled them. Yeah, I think it's like is. someone who's 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 an alcoholic trying to go cold turkey off of their. Um, addiction instead of like working the steps or going to a psychologist and like getting out. What are the problems that are making you drink and figuring out all of the issues versus just going, I'm just going to white knuckle it and never drink again. But you haven't fixed the underlying problem. I
3: will say this. I I do think big has changed Mm. and is better equipped for this relationship the second time around. And I'll point to a line that he says in this episode, which I think is maybe the most important line when he says, Carrie what do you want when they're having dinner?
1: Yeah, she's like,
3: he says, What she's is like,
2: it you need? What is it what you, is
3: need?
1: you need?
2: Because she keeps poking at something, hinting yeah. at something. What yeah. we're talking about is they are, um, we can come back to Samantha's storyline, yeah, after. So, what happens next in the Carrie Big storyline is we see Carrie and Big, uh, Big is making her veal. Mm-hmm. Now is this a piece of veal or is this a piece of veal? Carrie doesn't know. She keeps sweaters in her oven. But she's happy, she's smoking, she's drinking her red wine. She's getting
1: so fucking
3: cute. And And she's- Big is just Big is so masculine. Uh, in a way that I'll always want to be but <laughs> never will be. Yeah. Like he's like smokes cigars. He makes veal. Hey, he's like he says things like baby and it doesn't sound weird. Yeah. But like when other people say it, it sounds he's weird. He's like Tom but...
2: Selleck in Fre- on Friends. Yeah. Like, I feel like there's
3: just an era of man. And actually, I don't know if that guy exists anymore. Like I don't know if Chris Noth. As big exists in 2014, oh,
2: I'm sure he does somewhere. This is a big world. I guess in.
3: it is, but I just feel like being that guy. I don't know. Well, I you're hope just he exists. In denial, Alec. I need to get out <laughs> of denial.
2: Um. So, Carrie. Oh, I did want to point off point out. Did everybody see Big's giant TV mounted on the wall in the kitchen?
3: No, uh, I didn't. It was a small TV actually, but it was giant. In that it I was guess an that's old ass TV yeah. with a giant turtle. Back. I didn't. Oh, gross. And yeah. it
2: just makes me think about when I was. 17? Y- when I was <laughs> 17. <laughs> He's back. And I would visit other people's houses, and people would have, like, maybe there were a shitty, like, black and white TV, one of those kitchen units that would just. Do you know what I'm talking about? I had that would a sit kitchen on the unit? counter. Like, yeah, mine was white, though. Well, at any rate, um, you know, I didn't. It's not... I was, didn't grow up destitute. Like, we had TV. We had cable. I just... The the magic of having not only a TV in the living room, but, like, 20, 30 feet away, a teeny tiny TV on the counter in the kitchen was, like, total magic to me, even if it was only that, like, dial t- kind of TV where you had, like, six channels. And it's just funny because if, if I could go back and, like, talk to my 15-year-old self and be like, uh, you know, you know you're going to be able to carry your TV from room to room with you while you dust mm-hmm. later... Yeah. Like Kat, I can do now on some... my phone. Yeah. Anyway, you might technology. Are, your mind was
1: imploded, yeah. yeah.
3: This might not be something you understand, Cat, because you were destitute to import when you were a kid. But Matthew, <laughs> I, um, wasn't. I, said I, I wasn't. I grew up in a three-story house. I was. Did you, Did your family ever have? One of those little TVs that looked like it was, like, on a, like, walkie-talkie Alex's that had making an a really, antenna some real antenna that hand you could, like, take right in now. the car with. No, you. I have
1: no idea what you're talking about. Oh, my gosh. I had
3: one of those when I was a kid. It was so awesome. I feel like so I when we saw go that on in a movie. Trips, it was, like, a walkie-talkie? It was like a walkie-talkie, but it was a TV, and it had an antenna, and so you were, like, shh, shh, like how you do a radio... Finding because you know you're driving down the highway you can't like plug it into coax. You would just cable. try to
1: connect to the cable. Uh.
3: Yeah, and I remember being on like long family trips and having that in the back seat, and like for some reason it's like that thing where all I could get was like Judge Judy type shows, <laughs> oh. but you didn't care because you were yeah. in the you car just and something. Yeah, yeah, And, and now you know. we
2: have endless choices. Carrie so, and Big making yeah. dinner, and the whole point of us starting to talk about their big making Carrie dinner this whole scene is because Carrie's hinting at big and saying things about, I want you to get to know my friends better, blah, blah, blah. And he says to her, he says, Carrie,
3: what is it that you need? And He's that's forcing big the growing. Issue. This is yeah. big. The first He's time He's kind around, of
2: done that though. Yeah, we've all, we've always talked about that. him yeah. forcing Carrie to be articulate or yeah. trying to force her to be. Like asking yeah.
1: her what she wants and like
2: yeah. what
3: she wants in to In this case, he nips it in the bud. It yeah. is nips it in the bud, right? It is bud yes. like
2: a budding flower. Yeah, yeah. some is that people what it say means? nips yeah. it in the
3: butt. No, that's <laughs> no wrong. one says that. No,
2: it's no. I've heard people say that. It's embarrassing, really. But it's speaking yeah. of nipping, meaning like stopping something like, before it has a chance say to all grow. All
1: intensive purposes.
3: No thanks.
2: <laughs> no. That always
3: makes me think of Neosporin. like because you have like an intensive cut. <laughs>
2: You know the album when, when they
1: tweet or or post something online, they say, "I should have." No, done that. no. that really makes <laughs> you want to slit.
2: You guys, we could do an entire hour long podcast about grammatical Power errors hours. that make us want to die. Sick. let Let's talking. He says, "Carrie,
3: <sighs> what is it that you need?" And Carrie says, "I want you to go out with my friends." I, I mean, Carrie, look, I. This is actually interesting to think from Carrie's perspective, which is. I get it. You want to show off your boyfriend, yeah, um, and that's that. That makes total sense, yeah. And from Big's perspective, like. Big again. This is like kind of what makes Big so great in a way is that he's just kind of over it. Like yeah. he has nothing well, to prove he's to like anybody. Older too. Yeah. And like doesn't
1: you know when people get old, they like don't do or dress a certain way because they don't yeah. give a fuck anymore. They just want to be comfortable and do their thing. Yeah. I think that's one of the ways we see the age difference between the two of them. Yeah. Because she he makes her look young, N- not in a bad way, but he she he makes her look young and she kind of makes him look old because she's like, I want you to meet my friends. He's like, whatever. Yeah. I'm wearing my boxers. I'm totally. I'm like, sure. And, yeah. You know? Yeah, I love that about them. I, yes. love, I love the age It's difference.
2: adorable. That dynamic is great. It's like, she, she always picks on him about being old. Yeah. You know?
1: It's so fucking cute. So,
3: he's like, yeah, fine. And she's like, you're adorable. Yeah. And then that's how yeah. the scene yeah. ends.
2: Except, in well, the midst of that scene, we get... She,
3: she blows off dinner
1: with Carrie. I mean, so with Miranda.
2: Miranda calls Carrie's
1: star cell tack phone? black cell phone
3: which is a little anachronistic or out of continuity <sighs> true because, because carrie says she doesn't own a cell phone and yeah.
2: later when everyone is late for her birthday party and she's and she's checking her messages when she gets home miranda, miranda goes, says get a cell phone
3: wow so now maybe she just lost it and decided she never would Wanted to get or maybe a new it was
2: Biggs' cell phone. Is this and Miranda? Have the number right I now? Know. Yeah, I'm it is Retcon.
3: So, anywho, Miranda calls.
0: Hello. Hey, where are you? I've been waiting here forever. Well, didn't you get my message? I left it on your machine like an hour ago. No, I didn't call home. Is everything all right? I thought you were dead or something. No. Ooh, no, I'm fine. I'm at Biggs. You're at Biggs? You and I are having dinner tonight. Well, he got this veal. You blew me off for a piece of politically incorrect meat? Well, he wanted to make me dinner. So you just dropped your life and ran right on over to his? Um, I really can't get into that right now. You know what? Your relationship is exactly the same as always. It's all about him. Could you put Miranda on, please? Enjoy your veal.
3: She says, we were supposed to have dinner. She says, big pot, bought me this, uh... I meal. think
1: it's kind of bullshit on Carrie's part. Oh, it
2: definitely 100%. Is. I mean,
1: when I said kind of, Terrible I meant completely... Terrible friend bullshit.
2: <laughs> this is like... This is one of Carrie's worst moments, in my opinion. Yeah. Miranda Gross sitting a host, in a bar. Yeah. Carrie just l- calling Miranda's apartment, leaving her a message, assuming she's gonna get it. Right. Yeah. I mean... I'm sorry. Their reasons are like in the age of no cell phones and and answering machines. And if you couldn't be sure, you I I don't remember. In fact, I was just I'm reading High Fidelity right now, the book, and there's a moment where the lead character knows that um, a friend of his is going to want to cancel dinner with him, uh, and he purposely because he knows she's upset with him and wants to cancel, but he purposely. Avoids her phone calls so she can't cancel mm-hmm. because this takes place in yeah. like the mid 90s or something. And he makes himself completely unavailable and has someone who works in the record shop say, um, Oh, he's not going to be home and he's not here. But so he she said, can't cancel Exactly. Because, so yeah. she can't leave him a message. She can't be sure he's going to know she wants to cancel. So she's going to have to show up. Right. I, I, that was probably overly verbose of me, but my point is, you know, this is. What Carrie did is absolutely inexcusable. Yeah. Just yes. calling and leaving a voicemail and assuming that Miranda's going to call home and check her. No, they made plans. Yep. She's supposed to show up and she just goes to Biggs yep. and then blows it off. Like it'd be one thing if she left her voicemail and then when Miranda's like, where are you? She's like, oh my God, you didn't get my voicemail. I'm so sorry.
3: Mm-hmm. Oh, none no, of that, that none from of that. Carrie.
2: She's like, oh, blah, blah, blah. Smoke a cigarette. Veal.
1: But But thank God she did. Thank God she did. I was thinking about that, too. Because here comes Steve.
2: So Miranda hangs up. Miranda slams her flip phone shut. We don't get the satisfaction of doing that anymore.
3: No, we don't. Because we all have to hit a little touch point on the screen. I always loved a flip phone. Nobody gets to slam a
2: phone anymore. Because we don't have landlines. Miranda, Miranda slams her phone shut. And Carrie... Uh, goes back to her dinner with Big and what happens to Miranda? She wants another
1: glass of wine so she orders one Matthew, Steve goes... I'll have
2: another glass of wine, please. please. I'll
0: have another glass of wine. Please. Please what?
1: I'll have another glass of wine,
0: please. Um, are you allowed to talk to me like that? Yeah, I think I am. Enjoy. Thank you.
1: Steve. Thank you, Steve.
0: Look, that's really very cute, but I'm not really in the mood.
1: Not really in the mood, Steve.
0: I'm not a total bitch. I just had a fight with somebody.
1: Yeah, I heard. Boyfriend?
0: That's none of your business.
1: Girlfriend? Butcher. Butcher? The veal. I took a shot. What are you reading? Enjoy bartending, Hemingway.
0: So what, you're funny? Whoa, 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 whoa. Slow down. It's a nice Coke the roll. Enjoy. Nah, it's on me. And why would
3: that be? A bribe. So you'll hang out and talk. If you leave, I'll listen to those NYU kids with the Amstel lights discuss Fiona Apple. I'm begging you.
1: And then it's just—it's just so cute. Yeah. It's just like Miranda at her most caustic and there's sassy. A, there's and a, a cute
2: bartender. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah.
3: yeah. So yeah. she she caustic orders another glass so. of wine, and he corrects her. And okay, let's talk about David Eigenberg. Let's talk about him. Um, this could have been. I mean, it, he probably was aware going into this episode that it would be like a multi-episode arc. Yeah. Um, but, you know, it could have been just a two or three episode arc. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, they, they they were probably just testing it out. Like, it could have been one of those things where it's like, well, let's bring him on for
1: one or two and, you know, then maybe... Just the, <laughs> but chemistry, the chemistry... I mean, you can just... You feel like... I believe that that man would love that woman, that won't love uh, that. Man. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yes. They and,
2: also make Steve a little zippier and more like quippy yeah. than he ends up being later I Yeah, don't he's care. more
1: he's more aggressive here yeah. than he is later. And he
2: uses he uses he's got that like almost like Kevin Williams Zip of like I don't want to listen to those NYU students discuss Fiona Apple save me yeah. like yeah. he's yeah. like making references to Fiona Apple right. yeah. like Steve's not a reference guy however if I
3: were to retcon this I would say that you know at the very beginning of a relationship or when you're flirting with somebody or training him you're giving them your best All so right. Right. like Steve's putting in one
1: ten well, right then now he, son he gives her his best later yeah. that night in the morning. yeah she
3: <laughs> <laughs> He gets wrecked. R e k t. Can we
2: talk about? In. Can we talk about the position their legs are in in yeah, bed? Yeah, we can. Yeah.
1: Hers were stick straight together. Yeah. And his were spreading it <laughs> his wide. His were on either <laughs> side, it good. which yep. is
2: interesting and like not a crazy thing. And I'm not going to say whether or not I've ever done something like that. But what I will just say... just a
1: closed book that he's shoving his book exactly. in. Exactly. <laughs> and what I will
2: say is, like, I think that's, like, some creative sexing for a, for a first night stand. Yeah. And I'm sure they were just doing that for fun so she could curl her toes in a funny way and he could move his feet around. But in my mind, I'm like, ooh, you know, they... Wow, things were spicy from the beginning with yeah. Steve. Good old oh, yeah. Steve. But as soon as it's over, Miranda is ready to... Kick the man out. She's
1: sitting in bed with her baggy yeah. T-shirt on, putting that lotion on her hand. Yes. I love
2: Miranda. By the way,
1: such a Miranda thing.
2: It is. There, there's an episode where she's having phone sex, where she's lotioning her legs. Yes, Miranda is often lotioning before bedtime, I and I love. love I in it. my mind, I want to believe as I fall asleep at night and I need something to comfort me and dr- make me drift off into sleep. That Cynthia, it, it was Cynthia was Nixon's choice. idea. Yeah. I yeah. know it was her choice. It was, wasn't it? Great
3: sex. Fair. She's fair skin. Great sex. You, you have to take is. care of you that. You do. Melatonin. Yeah.
2: And Steve's being charming and he's non. I, I think I'm using this word the wrong way. Nonplussed. non-plussed? I yeah. am, aren't I? I don't because know. Because he's actually. I, I don't think nonplussed means what Daniel I Daniel would know. He would. Daniel, write to us at carryonpodcastgmail.com. <laughs>
1: Email us. <laughs>
2: <laughs> um, but at any rate, what I'm trying to get at is that Steve is not. Uh, he's not swayed by Mm-mm. her no. by her rebuffing of no. him. It's, and her sending him away in the morning and going, you know, okay, great it's, sex. Oh,
1: it's just the most charming. And Cynthia Nixon does such a good job of, I don't know if it's the writing, it's probably mixed the writing and the acting, but she's, Miranda Hobbs is one of those characters that you really fill in the blanks with her, where it's like yes. when you don't see her in scenes, You you connect in your brain what she's doing in between those scenes, and you mm-hmm. believe her life outside of the scenes. Yes. And, and the next time we see her, I think she's, forget what she's watching on TV. Uh, maybe it's a, a sports thing or something. But she, she's like, you know, just... Um, what is she watching? Is it the Home Shopping Network or something? Or
3: Oh, sure. I forget.
1: She's just sitting there doing something very domestic and and, and authentic. And I buy it. And yep. Yep. Steve kind of buzzes himself up. And, you know, she asks him why he's there. And he goes, do you really want the neighbors to know why? Or whatever. And then yeah. he comes up. Oh, and I just have to say, David Eigenberg talk. does this thing in that scene that's so very, very great that I, I, as an actor, sometimes I get the joy of tapping into. and I splash around, and sometimes I can do it. But if you watch the scene again, notice how he's blushing at a certain
2: point, and you what? see him go
1: from normal to blushing, and then it fades away. Oh, wow. And you see it because he can't get enough of her, and the look that he gives her, and he leans against the door sill. And I he,
2: love that lean. And
1: he's trying not to laugh, and the look that he gives her is. Is just it's just a masterclass. I, yeah. I I challenge you guys to go back and watch. That. I yeah. will because you will see his cheeks flush and then you'll see them fade. It's just it's just this magic moment that David captured on Eigenberg dumb. for he's, the
2: oh
3: come on he's what's just amazing ah.
1: too and and you know this is I think
3: this happens between great actors is that there's just two fantastic actors
1: just snap crackle pop yep. there's
3: a there is a trust and a vulnerability that mm. has to happen to do really invest in the scene and if the other person's not completely there it puts you out on a ledge and makes you could potentially make you feel awkward like oh man i'm really putting myself out there and being vulnerable and you're not giving it back yeah So what it must be like to be the two of them where it's like, you're okay. You are safe to act Mm. in this scene and be that person. Blessed be. And and you are eternally, like between the two of them. Yeah.
2: I know. Come on. What a gift. And the moment... (sighs) Huh. <sighs> no, where no, Steve man. has finally left because he's he has goaded Miranda into telling him where she's having drinks with the girls that night so he Denial. can come home. Denial. Come
0: on. Because genius. he
2: really wants to see her again. And she's like, Uh she lies to him and he catches her in it and he's like, When what time, what time? And she's like, nine. He's like, All right then. He leaves, she shuts the door, and she has Cynthia Nixon has that tiny moment to herself where she just kind of like laughs and puts her face in her hand. Because she's, despite herself, she's oh, charmed. I want to watch
1: this episode again.
3: Now, uh, there's one thing I forgot to say a little bit earlier, and I want to say before we move on, which is, you know, Carrie blowing off Miranda to mm. stay with Big. There are shadows of that with the Russian when she stays at his Ooh, house. It's so cool. Like two weeks. Um, yeah and now, they're more with, they're more supportive with with your hot man yeah. yeah they're more supportive this time but yeah we certainly know what it's like to get invested or just kind of really Jeez. just get entranced by your lava
2: I'm taking a lover
1: a lava apples um, and hay
2: Matthew will you tell us a little bit about Samantha in this episode
1: Um. Well, our girl, Samantha, it, she believes in a, 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 a nice drink after a long, hard day at work. And so she's at the bar sipping that... I don't know. Maybe it's in Manhattan. I don't know Could what she's be. drinking. And I was shocked because I was like, that looks like Donald Trump. That's not Donald Trump. It's Donald Trump. Yeah. Donald cameo. Trump cameo on Sex and the City. city. Yeah. I, I missed that. I didn't know that. Yeah. And he's he's having some... He is... What's the... with? He just... Uh, he's having drinks with Ted who just... Finances Donald Trump something or other new yeah. venture of some yeah sort. I don't know sure, sure, sure. and so we Dentures know he's McGee a power comes, player yeah,
2: player yeah. because they're meeting
1: and Dentures McGee comes up to um, <laughs> to Samantha Mr. Polly and spits some yeah. game at her and yeah. she's taken it once he drops the deets that he's a millionaire a few times over
0: excuse me I was so distracted by your beauty I. I think I just agreed to finance Mr. Trump's new project. You owe me $150 million. Will you take a check? Can I buy you a drink? I already have one, thanks. Can I buy you an island? I don't know, can you? The name's Ed. Samantha. So, Samantha, do you come here often? Honey, that line's older than you are. You are a crystal. And you have no idea. A bottle of their best champagne later, Samantha had learned that Ed was single, available... And a millionaire many, many times over.
1: And
2: uh, he's, he's like, can I buy you a drink? He's a bad looking guy. What is he says,
1: can I buy you a drink? And she's like, oh, honey, that line's old. And he's like, can I buy you an island? I don't know. Can you?
2: That's some <laughs> okay. great dialogue, Ma- just, Michael Patrick King. Thanks it is. so much. He yeah. is
1: very gross and old, but he he he's he could be gross. At least it's not turtle tab or whatever. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's not He's a, he's tab, a
2: thin, sure. relatively fit 72-year-old. He's charming. He's, you know, he's your grandpa. Yeah.
3: Yeah. So, Samantha's like, you know, she talks with Carrie. She says, what's What's your your age ceiling? What's your age ceiling? They're drinking Starbucks. 50.
1: And then she says, well, what if he's really, really rich? A 50. They're drinking Starbucks, are they? Yeah. Yeah. What happens in the episode two, which is really, really kind of cool, is, you know, when there's usually a voiceover, the, the actors hold for a second and fill in the life, but don't speak, and then... Carrie will say something on, on voiceover and then the conversation will continue. Yeah. Something happens in this scene, which is very, very rare, I, I think, where Samantha and Carrie keep talking and then Carrie's voiceover goes over it so we don't oh, hear what yeah. Carrie and Samantha are saying. Yeah. And You're part right. of me is like, ooh, I want to go back and watch that and really pick up on what they're yeah. saying. Yes. And I wondered if that was a conscious choice or the scene was running long or something like that. i do oh, not sure. Oh, that's really interesting. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's really interesting.
2: No, I do, I do. Um,
3: so, uh, Samantha, she is this man, this older Ted. gentleman... Is courting her, very old school like bossanova like
0: young and tall and and young and lovely, the girl from, the name from her name So goes
3: these are moves that she had only heard about, but never thought she'd see. Yeah. What
2: I find odd is that we see her at—they're having dinner. They're having jewelry at this long, yeah, <laughs> at this long table. He's. He presents her with diamonds, diamonds in diamonds. And she's so thrilled to be in the lap of luxury and getting, yeah. oh, <laughs> beautiful, Matthew. Um, yeah, but what's interesting to me is, what strikes me is the types of women who are, who feel happier surrounded by nice things. Like this room is like large. It's ed- decadent with
1: gold. Opulent yeah. draperies. I'm not drinking gold, I will.
2: <laughs> oh man I'm not giving you the gold shoulder
1: <laughs> this orange juice is Florida gold
3: <laughs> did you know that in the past 12 years the value of gold has gone up
2: a little bit
1: oh boy I can't wait to have popsicles out for this
2: I know it's so hot and but not Alex nearly as hot as other episode <laughs> but, but my point is like it's weird for me because I don't understand someone who would go well, I don't care if I am attracted to or am compatible with someone. Just, I'd like to just be in their decadent apartment, having yeah. a delicious meal served mm-hmm. by a maid. Why? Why is that fun? I, I just don't, know, don't get like the it.
1: The glamorous, glamorous, the flossy, flossy. I, I guess.
2: guess.
3: Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know either again. you know, uh, our older gentleman lays it out on the table for Samantha. He says, "Listen, I only got ten to twelve years good years left." And I want to have wanna fun spend with that. someone. Yeah. And
1: I can make it worth your while.
3: Yeah. So she's like, you know, um, I'm a trisexual. I'll try anything. She will. And she
1: did. And I'm like scanning Samantha slash Kim Cottrell for any. Um, disgust or like abhorrence or like hesitational and it's not there. It's no. not there at all. No. She's no. DTF. She is all in. You there's, know what I mean? There's
2: one moment when they get on the bed where he's like they're they're hopping, skipping, tiptoeing over to the bed, and you can see her look it's enthusiastic, but a little bit like, okay, you're touching me. Yeah. Like yeah. she she it's but it's a hint of it. And Matthew you said out loud, God bless Kim Cattrall. because Yeah. This moment could have been so much less than She just it was. attacks
1: everything. She's yeah. wonderful. In the best way. She just yes. goes yeah. full force with it. She doesn't shy away from any of the choices.
3: So she says a phrase, which I I had never heard it this way, but she says, um, all cats look the same in the dark. Yeah, I had never heard that either. Which I I had always heard, we're all God's children in the dark. That's a
1: phrase? Yeah,
3: like, hey man,
1: we're all God's children in the dark. That's an appropriate Time to say that phrase.
3: Well, I guess. Well, <laughs> yeah, please. I don't know, but I mean, I, 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 appre- I that. appreciate. Oh, Matthew, the Alex, sentiment. doing
2: that thing that you were describing where you blush and then you stop blushing. Yeah,
3: <laughs> sorry, <guys. laughs> very good. Um, no, but we're all God's children. In the dark, I think means like it doesn't matter who you have sex with. Like I'm not going to judge you. Like gay, straight, bisexual, we're all God's children. In the dark, like
1: it feels like, good. I mean, I
3: a butthole's a butthole.
2: I mean, it's like, oh boy, I'm a, I,
1: there's something about that phrase is really.
2: It feels it strange because it, it almost seems like it because, it's like
1: we're because, all God's children in there.
2: Well,
0: it's kind of <laughs> it like
1: switches tone. Yeah, right it yeah,
3: it's like I want to fuck you, but let us all pray. <laughs>
1: It's kind of, to me, it's like, turn off the lights and
3: who gives a fuck?
2: Like,
1: that's (laughs) what it sounds like to me. Yeah. Just,
2: just turn them over and say, trust me.
1: Yes. (laughs) So, whatever. So.
2: (laughs) Oh boy. Sorry. So,
3: Samantha says all cats have nine lives when you're dead. Yeah. Yeah, And Mm
2: -hmm. then they, and then she's like. The voiceover is like, Ooh. On their feet. <laughs> his his touch didn't feel like a seventy-two-year-old. His
1: lips didn't mm. feel like the lips of a Ooh. crinkly old man. She's like, maybe lip. I
2: could do this, but then uh oh, uh oh. She
1: gets up and sees that wiggle old turkey yeah. bag. He's butt. like,
3: sorry, honey, I gotta get up and. Change I gotta go. my colostomy
1: no. bag. Well, he, what he says, her thing is gross. So he goes, <laughs> I got the little boys. No row. thanks.
2: And he has Sick. on his white. He has on a white tank top and it's no pants. Yeah. And just wiggle waggles that, that floppy whoopy cushion butt. And full
1: circle over. whoopee cushion. <laughs> I can just think about that audition and just all these wiggle waggle flat butts <laughs> standing a yeah. Polaroid.
2: I love it. I, you know what? You do? I mean, I don't <laughs> listen, what I don't want is for any of our seventy-two-year-old listeners to think we think they're gross.
0: But they do not picked a gross
1: butt, so them. it's a visual yeah. gap. It is
2: a it is a flat, floppy butt.
1: I guess at seventy-two you can't help what your butt looks listen, like.
2: Listen, I think that butt is probably as tight as a seventy two. 2 year old ass is gonna get
1: oh i, oh, I hope I'm not so sick
2: i'm I just saying he's also
1: a multi-millionaire get it
2: tucked. Yeah. <sighs> yeah
1: that is an easy hey, get that uh, butt snatched
2: Ana- yeah <laughs> anesthesia is dangerous the older you get is it really kids and old people it's actually dangerous a to terrible, terrible even a idea i don't know why a, a
1: rich straight millionaire would even worry about his butt at all mm, wasn't that know, we're
2: worrying reading? about his butt <laughs> what snatch the cat back
3: no <laughs> anesthesia <laughs> wait what a dragon anesthesia oh <laughs> um
1: so um so you know samantha,
3: samantha runs can't. out in disgust she can't
2: do she it sees she sees that. that butt. that's the end that's the end i how
1: this maid is just not having any of it yeah
2: like at any yeah. point she's, she's so seen done par- she's likely seen a parade of women yeah. come you know her. what
3: at least samantha's never gonna have to deal with a crazy housekeeper again yeah that's oh, right. oh,
2: too bad oh boy. wait too a minute too bad
3: um, so let's talk in we go conclusion denial. about the let's final scene of
1: this episode. Denial Which is, is a just a classic, perfection. fantastic name of some random club or restaurant that MPK would totally write, like yeah. bed or anything like that. Although I think bed was a real place. Yeah. But Denial, and maybe Denial is too, but Denial was just such a great... I mean it's just it's so on the nose, but I'm still not mad at it at no. all. You know? So
3: Carrie, she goes to pick up Big to go to denial and where that all slinky the girls are liquid be.
1: gold dress. With
2: her bony ass yeah. and her and her slick back dog hair ponytail. Yeah,
1: her wet dog And back. we find
3: <laughs> <laughs> we find uh Big in a pair of Tevas Yeah and a oh. like a button down shirt and he's not in the mood to go. And this is when Carrie swallows. She does her neuroses, got, you know. She, big ups to Carrie. She definitely lets him see that she's disappointed, but she yeah. doesn't say anything. She just turns around. She and smooths she walks her hair out. and goes,
1: "Sure."
2: Yeah, he says it's no big deal, right? Your friends love you. They'll be okay with just you. I'm and tired. She does. Sure. Yeah.
3: And yeah. Leaves.
2: Oh. <laughs> mean. It's so true.
3: Mean whilst. The girls are at denial, yeah. and Steve is being the perfect
2: gentleman. He's being
1: magic, and Miranda's perfect. treating him like trash.
3: Like,
2: yeah. straight up. He like goes and gets them drinks. Like this pizza tastes like trash. <laughs> <laughs> it's because it is. Right? Um, so. Like, saying things like, he says, if you want if you want good service, just ask a bartender. And she's like, yeah, and if you want good sex, good just leg. go to bed with one or whatever. And, and everyone like, so thinks so that's rude.
3: awkward. Because it is. It's hella yeah. rude. Even Samantha is like, ooh, if you watch Kim Cattrall's face. Um, talks to a
2: human like that? No So Steve calls her over and he's like, listen,
3: I know this isn't about me because we just met each other. Why do you hate me?
1: Thank you. One quick question and I'm out of here. Mm -hmm. Why do you hate guys so much? Excuse me? We just met, so I know that ain't all about me. Wait, wait,
0: wait. What? What do you want?
1: I just want to get to know you better.
0: Do me a favor.
1: Can you for one second believe that maybe I'm not some full of shit guy? That maybe I do like you? That maybe the other night was special? Do you think that maybe you can believe that?
0: No. Maybe I've just slept with too many bartenders.
1: This great thing happens in that moment. I know Kat noticed it, and I I hope you did as well, Alec. But Cynthia Nixon's face is away from the camera a little bit, and she's giving it all to David, Steve. Mm And when she turns around, she's got those glistening mm-hmm. water water eyes. Yeah, you know what I mean. And, and you know choice. that she hit a hit a nerve there, mm-hmm. and it's deeper than that to Miranda. And that's why we love Miranda. Mm-hmm. We love Miranda because she's sarcastic and jaded and cynical a little bit. But you know, at the end of the day, underneath all of that, that's really not actually who no. she is. Mm-hmm. She's the one in the laundry room holding up the one candle for Brady's mm-hmm. first birthday. Who's just the words fall of her mouth, and she's in love. Kind she of. Is. Yeah.
2: And she's, I'm so fucked up.
1: Yeah, I am I so be happy. fucked up. She really does. And That's you, who yeah. you, she is. If you watch her eyes, she and it carries on to the next scene. It Carrie, does. Come on. Where it, when when she sits on the table, <laughs> she's still glossed over in the mm-hmm. eyes because she's genuinely hurt yeah. Yeah. deep down inside and she's, and she's vulnerable for a herself. second and she's mad at herself. She's so yeah. mad it at herself. It just doesn't get any better than this. It yeah. doesn't.
3: Well, she's so much bluster and I think that this bluster. is... Bluster? Yeah. Yeah, bring and those 5 words. I don't know that word. She is so much better. yes
1: yes, gaga (laughs)
2: yes (laughs) oh my gosh you look great oh my god
1: bluster so
3: much i'm about to blow your mind she is so much about her own self-perception and she believes that there is a version of her that she has to put out into the world. Mm-hmm. But what everyone is saying to her, what Steve is saying to her, what Carrie's saying to her is, "You don't have to be that perception you have of yourself because
1: that's not how we see." It. I could cry right now. You guys, I'm now. listening
2: to you and I'm getting a little bit. I will
1: cry before I go to bed tonight, after my popsicle, <laughs> and when I take a bath.
2: This um, reminds me of what you've brought up on the podcast before. I think Alec, which is what RuPaul says. Which is, do you want to be that little boy on the porch waiting for your dad always or do you want to write a different script for yourself? Yeah. And Miranda is is in this moment guarding herself against having to be vulnerable. And yeah. she's going, no, I'm the little boy on the porch waiting for my dad and I'm hurt and I'm, I've been hurt by men and that's who I am. Right. And Steve is saying to her, I understand that. And you're giving me a hard time, and I'm going to give you the benefit of the doubt. But stop it! Yeah. You yeah. don't have to do that. You can give me a shot. Yeah. No, her.
3: Now, Miranda, she she's mad at herself, but not quite enough to push her over the edge to stop him. But right. something happens.
1: What Big happens? shows up.
3: Oh, and
1: and, and it's so over. Th- I'm loving it, and I'm I'm in. I'm balls deep. But like, Big shows up, and it's so over the top because that '90s house music comes in and it's a slow motion turnaround for Carrie, and I, it's Big ridiculous. shows up at the top of the steps and waves in slow motion, yeah. and I have this vision of him falling down the stairs. <laughs> yeah. I feel like it's not to happen, <laughs> because everything's going like so perfect. You know clueless. something horrible? Yeah, yeah. It's, it's like time glues. because <laughs> he waves in slow motion, and it's like, oh, oh, Like I was, like imagining him falling, and Carrie be like, no, and then he dies. I don't know. But like, nothing bad happens. It's all so perfect, yeah. and it's, and it's, oh. it's unbelievable, and it's fantastical, but we yeah. love it. You know what I mean? Yes. yes. And so he's there and that. Face that Carrie makes when she's 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 there, her whole body like means so much. Actions speak louder than words, and it was just oh. It was just magic. Yep. It was just everything. And that
2: moment shakes Miranda to it her does. core. Mm-hmm. Even though later in the series she says Steve's a friend. He's not, not a core, core shaker. shaker. Oh please, he shakes a different little lady. When she yep. first meets him, right? That's right. Uh-huh. And so she knows what
1: she has to do, mm-hmm. and yeah. she runs out in the street in the rain, in the rain. just like his reference earlier we didn't talk
2: about. That's right. You need and me. The
1: monsieur Like
3: the deserts
1: miss the rain. I can't stand the rain. Ooh. (laughs) Listener, come up with your own rain song. Now go. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> um, earlier we mentioned that you know the the myth of these these love stories and, and Miranda makes a point like oh and the the woman who's jilted or whatever it's in the rain oh she's always in the rain mm-hmm. then we get Carrie oh, walking yeah. to denial alone without bake in the rain and then we end with care with Miranda running out in the rain mm-hmm. kissing Steve saying to Steve maybe yeah. i
2: can believe it referencing yeah him saying can't you believe that for one minute I'm not one of, just some piece of shit guy you No know,
1: one night staying a relationship and that's the end of the episode yeah. the
2: end of the episode is us learning that Miranda became you know an urban it's dating it's just myth.
1: so yeah. refreshingly optimistic yeah. and I just felt like spinning and it reminded me the it really reminded me of the end of Mean Girls you remember the song that plays yes. the Mean Girls and Lindsay no, Lohan gives that smile and you see the new
2: feel- plastic yeah and- it made me
1: fee- that just, it just gave me that same feeling where mm-hmm. it was it was a little bit over the top, but I I I was there. I was along for the ride. I embraced it. I liked it. I was yeah. ready for it. You you have Sarah Jessica Parker and uh, Cynthia Nixon and Chris Noth and David Eigenberg on board with you, and you're all in this together. And I just fucking <laughs> yes. loved it.
0: I, mean,
2: I I love how happy yeah, right now. I, this episode yeah. is so great. The
0: episode it's is such fantastic. a good
3: episode. It's really really and good. And we we get some classic moments between the characters. And uh, I love Big's description of. Uh, Carrie's friends. He says Charlotte's the brunette, brunette. Miranda's the redhead, and, and Samantha's, Samantha's trouble.
1: Woo! Yeah, because Samantha's the one who hit on him in the first place.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah,
2: and then That's at right. um, at at denial um, towards the end of the episode, uh, after Miranda has run out to go catch no Steve, you see denial. Big asking Samantha, "Did you ever? Did you ever?" Be, bed that old bed coot. Bed that old coot Or whatever. <laughs> did you ever sleep with that old coot? And then
1: it's one of those really great Carrie, Sarah Jessica Parker laughs. Where You, yes. you see those laughs very, very I rarely, feel like
2: Michael Patrick King would say in a commentary... That's, that's Sarah S- laughing. Yep. Yeah. That's yeah. SJP laughing. That's that is Sarah not laughing. Yeah. Carrie.
1: I am Because he knows agree. her real life right. laugh. I've listened to audit commentaries and episodes where he points it out. Now I know what that face looks like. And you're right. It is the same face. That's right. And uh, this
3: did have... Two moments of things I love in Sex in the City that so rarely happen, which is when the boyfriends are with all of the girlfriends. I love that. So, Ugh. Mr. Big was with the ladies, Steve's and Steve was with the, the, fr- with the, with the girls, too.
1: Yeah. Just like, Big's at his absolute best. Yeah. On
2: a total side note, if you guys are listening and you don't know about Sarah Jessica Parker's episode on Jerry Seinfeld's web series, Comedians and Cars Getting Coffee... You should take a look at that. Cause you'll get a lot of that Sarah Jessica Parker laugh, mm-hmm. um, and it's, it's free. Fun. Just go, just Google comedians and cars getting coffee. I posted the episode to our Facebook page. Yeah. She's
1: great in interviews. I but really if like you, her yeah,
2: if you, um, if you're interested in, if you just want more SJP, it's it is absolute gold. I wish it were twelve times longer. It's half an hour. I would also so uh,
3: if while you're on youtube you might as well look up 72 questions with sarah jessica parker yes. from balance
1: really good too it's
3: also really it's great. fantastic yeah. um, thank you guys so much i always love thanks, talking thanks to you thanks thanks to the
2: helicopter that arrived and just the dogs. now yeah. and the dogs um, to send us all off at the end of this episode um, I wish it were raining so I could run out. Oh downtown gosh. Los Angeles. I
3: would die for it to be raining. It yeah. rains so rarely in L.A. It does. Oh. But when it
1: Curse does, they just to run outside and kiss a bartender. Oh, oh God, me too.
3: I've just <laughs> slept
2: with too many bartenders.
1: <laughs> um, <laughs> Good one.
3: All
2: right, guys. Thanks so much for joining us, and until next time...
3: Carry, carry on. on.